Yo, 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 yo. What is good? What is good, Gen Nation? How are you guys doing today? How's everyone doing out there? This is the GGen Multiversal Podcast, Episode 8, Part 2, The Gaming Verse. My name is Scythex, and uh, if you missed us yesterday, um, yesterday was part one. It is on YouTube, it is on the podcast uh, channels. Um, part one was all about the entertainment verse, as we call it. It's all about TVs and movies and you know all the trailers that came out and stuff I was playing catch up on. Um... This episode, uh, well, this part of uh, the episode is um, going to be all about gaming because there was a lot of uh, a lot of gaming news that came out as well, and uh, it was just too much to do in one episode. So, without further ado, let's get into uh, one of the greatest two-part events in all of podcasting. This, again, this is the Multiversal Podcast, and uh, let's kick it off with, um, we are, if you don't know, available on all, all podcast channels. You know, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Google, Odyssey, all the, all, all the big heavy hitters. So just search for GGen, you'll find us. We also have merch available. You can get uh, One Shot, Spartacris, The Captain, Scythek, um, Wade Pool. Zuplex City, as we call them. All our merch is available. The link will be in the description below if you are on YouTube and uh, on the podcast channels and in the description of the episode. You can also do command merch in chat if you're watching live on Twitch. All merch goes directly to um, directly back to the channel. Helps support us continue to do what we do, and that's put out content for everybody. So we appreciate the support. Um, shout out to Matt Churn for dropping a beat for us today. And this one is uh, New Legends. The link to um, Churn Beats will be in the description as well. So with that out of the way, and that being said, like I said, this is the gaming verse. This is part two. We're going to dive into uh, gaming news. And uh, there's quite a bit of it. We're also going to um, go over briefly the state of play and kind of uh, our, our quick thoughts on it. If you missed it, I did do a reaction to the state of play that will be that is on YouTube now, so you can go back and watch that, and you can kind of get my raw live reactions to everything announced. But um, we'll we'll quickly go through it here today as well, and then um. We have um, a couple, you know, a couple entertainment news, but it pertains to gaming. So I, I left it off the entertainment episode because it pertains to gaming, and um, we'll, we'll go over that here as well. So, oh, and real quick, at the end of the episode, because this episode is is later than I wanted it to be. Um, we will be going over all the June releases that uh, are have come out and is uh, coming out 
for this month. So that'll be towards the end. Enough of all that. Let's just dive in. Let's just dive in. First up, we have God of War. God of War is, uh, it was announced that this will be coming to Amazon Prime. It is a series. Um, Sony is continuing their push to pump out uh, live action adaptations of their of their exclusives. They're already working. Um, they're already working on The Last of Us series, which is going to be HBO, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we already had the Uncharted movie. Which, by the way, was pretty good. I had doubts, but the movie itself was actually pretty damn good. So I, I highly recommend you check it out. It's just a fun uh, treasure hunt type of movie, action movie. Um, but yeah, God of War was announced. And it is coming to Amazon Prime. So, with that being said, because it is an Amazon Prime show, we 100, 100, 1,000 percent will be doing a watch party for God of War on live on Twitch if if um well we don't have a, a release date yet but once we get the release date we definitely will be doing a, a, a live watch party on Twitch for God of War and um if you guys have your accounts, your Amazon Prime accounts linked to your Twitch accounts, you will be able to join me and watch as well. We may even throw up a Discord uh, party chat and we can kind of watch the episode together and discuss together live as well. Um, speaking of watch parties, at the end of this episode, we're going to cut the stream briefly, fire it back up. And do a watch party for episode one of The Boys. So stay tuned for that. That will be following this episode. So don't leave the channel. We're going to come right back and dive right into episode one. I have yet to see anything from season three of The Boys. So I'm excited to finally dive into it. We're going to do um, watch parties for every episode. And this will kind of get you uh, the feel of how God of War will be whenever this happens to come out. And uh, we really plan on doing more wash parties in the future. So this is a nice kickoff to that. So stay tuned for that. Sticking with more adaptations coming to live action. We have, oh, by the way, uh, this I picked this picture specifically if you're watching on Twitch and on YouTube. Everyone is uh, wanting Batista to play Kratos. And obviously you could see why. He has the body type for it. Um, he's a damn good actor, I have to say, and I think he would honestly be perfect. It's hard to get somebody who can actually look the part with a very minor CGI added and uh, actually deliver a performance. So Batista would be a great choice, but um, I'm curious what their casting choices are or what their options are. So. We'll have to see as uh, more news breaks on that because this was just announced. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. 
I didn't think they were going to do this one, to be honest with you. It's a great, it's a great game to have come to live action. It's going to be a ton of CGI. No bullshit. You're, you're fighting machines all day. Aloy's fighting machines all day. This is going to be, you know, one tribal hunter versus transformers. <laughs> like, this is going to be a big, big show. Big, big show to try to put out there. And um, I'm super excited for it because I think if they can really nail the CGI and, and how to fight the machines in live action, like basically like what they did in Transformers, essentially, um, this could be really fun to watch because the story to this game is fantastic. Uh, it seems they're starting with Zero Dawn as this, you know the first um, uh, story to tell in the series, which makes sense because the material's already written. It's basically there. They just got to you know get the dialogue for all the characters and whatnot. But I'm just curious how they're gonna make it look. How how it's just gonna how they're gonna and, and who's gonna play Aloy? That's the key. Who's going to play Aloy? You could get the person who actually plays Aloy in the game. Um, I don't believe it's her voice, but they use her looks. I think somebody else does the voice. The girl from uh, Mythic Quest. The game tester from Mythic Quest, if you guys watch that, which is a great show, by the way. If you're into gaming, you're into Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You should totally check out Mythic Quest. I think it's an Apple Plus show. Um, so if you could find some way to get that, I highly recommend it. But she does the voice of Aloy. She does not do the looks of Aloy. So I don't know how the the live action, you know, the um, the actress that Aloy is, you know, based off of how how she is acting wise. But um, I'm curious who they would pick. I honestly I couldn't even give you somebody off the top of my head to fit this role. I feel like they're gonna do something crazy and go like Hunger Games, Jennifer Lawrence. But I just don't see it look wise. But um, she could definitely handle the bow and, and be able to do the action scene. I I think that could work, but. You really got to nail the look of Aloy. And uh, I'm not really sure who they can get to do that. But we're not done. Oh, by the way, Horizon Zero Dawn is not an Amazon Prime show. This is going to Netflix. So unfortunately, we cannot do a watch party for this show, which is uh, yeah, a disappointment because I would love to do God of War and Horizon back-to-back -back watch parties live with everybody here. But, um, you know, it's going to Netflix, which means we're going to get an episode dump of all episodes, and we're just going to binge watch and be done with it in a couple days. <laughs> so I, I can't wait for this to come out. I'm a huge fan of this franchise, and uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it. 
and I can't wait for more news and trailers to come from both God of War and Horizon. I'm super excited for these two projects. The next one is kind of surprising. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're coming out with a Gran Turismo movie. Um, this is in development already. And um, essentially, I guess it's just going to be a racing movie. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari type of movie? Maybe? I, I don't know. You don't really get too much of... um. You don't really get too much dialogue. At least, I, ha I mean, I haven't played a Gran Turismo in, in quite a few years. So, at quite a few editions, I should say. But I don't know. I don't. I don't think they have much of a, a quote-unquote story to them. More though, more than like, a, hey, this is your path of racing. Um, you progress your class of cars like you go from c class b class a class you know and you just work your way up getting your different driver's license for each class or whatever but i don't know i don't know how they would do this in a movie if you ever seen the movie driven it's an f1 racing movie or i might be called driver i don't remember uh exactly it was a great movie it was sylvester stallone and um burt reynolds it was a great racing movie uh, about, you know, the Grand Prix F1 racing. If they do something similar with uh, Gran Turismo, I could see maybe it working. But um, it's not, you know, this isn't NASCAR. This is strictly, you know, real life cars. Like in the picture, you have a Mazda. You're racing Toyotas, Hondas, whatever. Like, I don't know what direction they're going to go with this movie. Because you handle so many different very, um, variety of cars. You know what I mean? So, I really don't know what to make of this. I'll check it out. I would be more a fan of a movie rather than playing the game. Because, yeah. I just can't get into Gran Turismo anymore. The, the driving simulator is just not for me. Um, it doesn't mean it's a bad game because it's a beautiful game. It's just not for me. But I would watch the hell out of a movie. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't think they announced where the movie is going to drop. If it's going to be, you know, theaters. Or straight to streaming. I, I didn't really see anything with that. But we're going to have to see, I guess. Um, next up. So yeah, those were the, the entertainment announcements. But because it was strictly on, you know, live action adaptations. We did, we did that here. And then uh, we also had... A state of play drop. And this was a pretty big state of play. It's not as good as people are making it out to be, but that's just me because I, I'm not I'm not excited. I don't get excited for remakes. Um just give me one second.
Okay, sorry about that. I don't get excited for remakes. And the state of play kicked off, and it was honestly very confusing because state of play kicked off with Resident Evil 4, but how they kicked it off was very much like it was going to be uh, The Last of Us. It looked very much like The Last of Us. The music, the setting they were showing, you know, run-down wooded areas and stuff like that. I was like, oh, is this The Last of Us update? And then they laid on, they laid a, <laughs> they gave us this Resident Evil 4 remake, which, I'm not going to lie, it looked awesome. And some people, some people say, Resident Evil 4 is the best one of the franchise. I would probably say 2 is my favorite. Um, I still have yet, speaking of which, I still have yet to play Resident Evil 2 Remake. But the thing with remakes is... I don't know, man. I just don't get excited for it. It's like, to me, it just seems like you're running out of ideas and you just want to capitalize on more. Um, you just want to capitalize uh, on more money with, you know, games you've already developed, basically. Like, I'm just not excited for that. Like, when they announced, you know, the remake to Resident Evil um, 2, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, Resident Evil 2 is probably my favorite one. It's kind of cool that they're doing it, and it looks, you know, up to date as far as graphic standards go and whatnot. But I'm not like super excited for it. I'd be more excited for a, a new IP or a new Resident Evil, like Resident Evil Nine. Like instead of doing four, you just you released eight already. Instead of you know putting your resources in the four put your resources in the nine and like pump out nine. You know what I mean? It was, uh, I don't know. We're, we're just going to remake all the resident evils. Like cause resident evil five is going to come soon. And then we're going to have resident evil six and resident evil seven. And cause seven came out a couple years ago, they're just going to remake it again for new gen. And then they're going to somehow remake eight again, even though it came out <laughs> with new gen, they're going to make, we're just remake it again. I don't know. We're just going to just, continue it and then we're going to circle all the way back to one again like I, I don't know I may or may not check this out I'm not uh, I'm not crazy about Resident Evil anymore like I used to be you know a big fan of the series like I said Resident Evil 2 is my favorite but it started falling off for me around Resident Evil 5 and um I just never really picked it back up. And I hear seven's good. I just, I couldn't do it. I just not, I'm not interested. And, uh, I want to check out eight cause eight seemed to be a blast from a lot of people from what I've heard. But, um, maybe one day, maybe one day, but yeah, resident, I remember resident evil four being pretty, pretty solid. And, um, this would be a cool, a cool game to check out. Uh, when it's finally out. I don't think they announced when it's out yet. At least I don't remember. Let me see here. Uh, oh, March of next year. They did release it. 
March 23rd of next year. Um, and it's coming to all new gen. It's going to be on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. So that's pretty dope. Um, they also showed us Resident Evil Village, um, the VR version. Resident Evil 8 in VR is probably going to be pretty creepy. You're going to be immersed in some creepy shit, man. <laughs> I think that's, that would be... I'm not crazy into VR. Like... When... when They showed a game. What was it? It was Horizon. So, you know, going back... We'll get back to Resident Evil. They showed Horizon Call to the Mountain. Call of the Mountain. They're doing a Horizon game in all VR. They didn't really say if you're Aloy or if you're a new character, but what brings me out of my immersion of a VR game is if I have to use my hands and all I see is the hands. There's no arm attached. It's just floaty hands, and it's like it just breaks the immersion for me. And that's what they did in Horizon. I didn't really like it, although the game looked cool and the stuff you were doing seemed pretty cool. I would be focusing on my floaty hands and it would be bothering me too much. Um, you don't really notice that in Resident Evil 8, which is good. It will keep it would keep me immersed in the action of what's going on. And uh it wouldn't like break my concentration, but like, oh look at these floaty hands. But um it looked really cool. Resident Evil 8 in VR looked really cool, it looked creepy. Um, there was a scene they showed where, you know, the big lady, I don't know her name because I didn't play the game. It's like licking your hand and I'm like, oh boy, I can already see, I can already see the weirdos replaying this scene over and over again. But, um, it, it definitely looked pretty cool for a VR game. But yeah, and, and I, like I already mentioned that they're coming out with Horizon VR, which also looked really good, but, um. They didn't really give you much information on it. Um, we also had uh, The Walking Dead, which was also a VR. I'm kind of over The Walking Dead. I stopped watching the show. Um, I'm just not into The Walking Dead anymore. I'm kind of over the whole zombie thing to begin with, and that's probably why I'm not really into Resident Evil anymore. I'm just, we've been, you know, bombarded with zombie stuff for a long time and I'm just kind of over it. However, I still play Last of Us. It's one, it's probably one of, if not my, my favorite story games for PlayStation. Um, it's a, though that's a little different, I feel like. And, and the story is more interesting to me than what we're getting out of this stuff nowadays. But um, The Walking Dead is coming. That's coming late 2022. And that's on like pretty much all VR platforms. An interesting game that I didn't even know was coming out. And it's coming in August 2022 is Roller <laughs> Drome. The art style is interesting. But if you haven't seen the trailer for this, I recommend you checking out Roller Drome. 
it's basically roller derby with guns. It's exactly roller derby with guns. You're you're in a, a roller a roller rink arena, skating around with a weapon. It looked to be in third person, and you're flipping around. You're hitting jumps on your skates, flipping around, shooting your opponents, and it looked like a fun ass game, man. It looked it. It looked entertaining. Um, this type of game very much seems like a free PS Plus game when it launches. And I would be, I'm perfectly okay with that. I hope it does do that. Because <laughs> uh, it looked fun and I would, I would, I want to check it out and see what it's about. Uh, it's called Roller Drome. I highly recommend you check out that trailer because it's interesting. You're look, you're going to look at it and be like, this is looking weird. And then you're like, oh, you could do all this. <laughs> it really shocked me. So I was excited to see that. That was a nice little surprise. Um, it's also coming to PC. If you have a PC. They also showed a game called. Eater Nights. Um, It's very Persona inspired. And uh, I'm not a fan of Persona. Like I'm not trying to. Come home from work. Pick up my controller. And go to school. And this very much seems like a game style similar to that. Um, I'm just, it wasn't for me. It didn't grab my attention, but it is coming in early 2023. So if you're into Persona and those uh, that style of gaming, um, check out Eater Nights. Now this game, the Callisto Protocol. I thought it was another trailer for uh, the Dead Space remake they're doing. And then it just started. The more I watch, I'm like, this isn't Dead Space. And it just it, it had the creepy feel of Dead Space, um, like the tone. Even like some of the monsters, I was like, this kind of looks like Dead Space. Like it it's completely different though it's not dead space it's callisto protocol and it looked very entertaining it looked very much creepy like dead space was but i'm totally down to check this game out this was one of my, um one of the highlights for me um i didn't even know this game was coming out to be honest and if i did i don't remember but uh that would that was a, a big plus. That was a big plus. We had um they showed more gameplay for the game Stray. Stray is basically you're a stray cat and you're roaming around a city. And that's pretty much what they showed us in the trailer. There's no plot. Um they didn't give us a hint of any plot. Like what's our objective? Are we just roaming an endless roam of a city? Multiple cities. I don't know. You're just playing as a cat. Um, I know my wife wants to get it so she could play as a cat. So, and this game is coming out July 19th, and it will be free with the PlayStation Plus. So, if you have PlayStation Plus, you can get this game free when it drops immediately, which is pretty dope. So, I don't have to buy it. I can download it. Let wifey play it. I'll check it out myself because maybe it's fun. Who the hell knows? It's free to play. 
we'll be checking this out. Just realized the music muted. Sorry about that. Now we got our mu background music back. Shout out to Matt Churn again for uh, dropping the beat that I guess you guys couldn't hear. Moving on. Um, Tunic is coming to PlayStation September 27th. Um, this was, I believe, an Xbox exclusive for a while. And uh, I guess their exclusivity ran out and they made a, a port for a PlayStation. So if you had Game Pass at, or an Xbox, um, Game Pass on PC or an Xbox or whatever, um, you will probably already play Tunic. And uh, if you don't, well, you're going to get your chance in September. So Tunic is coming. They showed the trailer for that as well. Um, there's a VR version of No Man's Sky coming. And that is strictly coming to the PlayStation VR 2. And they didn't really announce when VR 2 is coming out. But um, a No Man's Sky version is coming. And I don't know why this game needs to be VR. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I, I I don't know. I I just mm, I, it didn't do nothing for me. I I don't know what the point of it being in VR is. Maybe the immersion of being in space, flying around space. But I can't see myself enjoying running around planets and uh, discovering random creatures in my VR mask. I would just want to fly around space all day in, in, in the VR headset. That's just me. Um, they also mentioned uh, that, you know, Spider-Man and Miles Morales is being remastered or it was already remastered for PlayStation, but it is being remastered and built for PC. And Spider-Man is coming out August 12th of this year. And then Miles Morales will follow in October. So if you don't have a PlayStation. And you have a gaming PC. These two games are 1000% highly recommended. Highly, highly, highly recommended. If you want an incredible Marvel story, play these two games. If you are a fan of Spider-Man in any way, play these games. These are the best version of a Spider-Man game we've ever had. It's fantastic. I, I can't say how much... You guys need to play this if you haven't. If you have PlayStation, you haven't played it. You're 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 handicapping yourself. Like you're not gaming right. <laughs> if you're a fan of Spider-Man and you have a PlayStation Five, there's zero reason why you haven't played these games. They are so good, top tier level gaming. Not just being a Marvel fan, but just from a storytelling perspective, top tier gaming graphics mechanics fantastic 
Insomniac does a great job. And I cannot wait for them to announce. I mean, they announced Spider-Man 2, but I can't wait for like a full-blown trailer to see Spider-Man 2. And now that these PC ports are, you know, coming and they're going to be out of the way, I think we're finally going to start seeing more Spider-Man 2 um, marketing happen. And I cannot wait for that. Um, we also need to see more from Wolverine. Because they only really gave us the, um, a miniature tease on Insomniac's Wolverine. Which is, if Insomniac's making it, uh, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be, uh, they're going to push the envelope of Wolverine. I, I have no doubts about it. So, check out Spider-Man on PC if you got one. And they showed some other game called Season. I, I, I They showed this before. I wasn't interested then. I really don't know what the game's about now. Um, I'm still not interested. This is coming in the fall of 2022. And then they kind of close. They close the state of play with uh, Final Fantasy 16. And let me tell you, Final Fantasy 16 looked incredible. They, they actually showed us some gameplay. Cinematics were dope. The monsters were cool, like all the dragons and stuff they showed us. Um, it was very medieval, if I remember correctly. It was super cool. Um, I haven't been playing... I haven't gone back to a Final Fantasy game in a long time. I think the last Final Fantasy I played was... I want to say 13... Because 14 was, is their online. I Let me tell you, I, if I cannot play Final Fantasy 14, because I used to know life Final Fantasy 11. Final Fantasy 11, I, bro, I had that on my PS2 with the network card that they finally made and an attachment that you can put to the back of the, your PlayStation so you can play SOCOM online. And uh, Final Fantasy Eleven Online. I no life that game, bro. I I couldn't stop playing it. I <laughs> I, I was like, it, it was the type. It was like how people are with WoW. Like, you get on that game and then thirteen hours goes by and you're like, what the hell happened? Oops, I was supposed to be at work. Like, I no life that friggin' game and uh, I had to stop. I had to stop it and I played uh, Final Fantasy 12 and 13 I don't think I actually finished 13 and I kind of just stopped playing Final Fantasy and I definitely didn't go back to the online portion of Final Fantasy 14 um, and I haven't been back since then so I kind of want to check out 15 but 16 looked incredible and because it's kind of medieval themed it's more enticing for me to check out. So I may dive back into this one, to be honest. But with that being said, that was all they showed. And it seemed like a lot. And it was it kind of, it was a lot. I'm not going to lie. None of them were really like heavy, heavy hitters. It was a lot of, you know, remakes. The heavy hitters were remakes. Um, oh, and uh, oh, and um, can I forget this? Street Fighter 6. Street Fighter 6, 
you you wouldn't have no idea this was a Street Fighter game until they showed Chun-Li. I'm so confused on the direction they're going. Is this an open world Street Fighter game? Is this going to be like Pokemon? You're just a, a random fighter going through the open world. Oh, I tripped in a bush and now I got to fight Chun-Li. Like, Ryu, I choose you. Like, what? <laughs> what is this game about? I don't know. The fighting looked cool, though, when it finally came to, you know, the Street Fighter classic, you know, fighting style game. They looked very bulky, um, too bulky to my liking, to be honest. But uh, it looked pretty cool as far as like the fighting. And it was very, um, they had like, I, I know the fighters have, you know, abilities. Like Guile's, you know, Sonic Boom and all that shit, but... They had like specials and I, I don't remember playing a Street Fighter where they had specials. And the these fighters very much had specials like it was Marvel vs. Capcom. And I was like, oh. And if some if they do that in Street Fighter 5, feel free to let me know in the comments. Um I don't remember that being part of Street Fighter, and I was very surprised to see that. But I'm not a big Street Fighter fan, so maybe, you know, maybe it's something that's been there and I just haven't caught on to it. But I was surprised to see that in the trailer and uh, kind of surprised, very surprised to see like an open world style to whatever character you're playing. Um, if that even is your character or just, you know, some random, I don't know. But uh, as far as what the game looked like, it looked good. Uh, the fighters looked good, even though they were bulky. They looked good and the fighting looked good. And that's that's what you need from a Street Fighter game. So. But outside of like Street Fighter, um, Final Fantasy 16, everything else. Were, you know, remakes and uh, random indie stuff. Not indie as far as like developers, but very much the games like they're like indie style games, you know like roller drum and stuff like that uh i don't know oh and callisto was pretty cool so i'd probably give the state of play um a seven six and a half seven out of ten it gave you a lot more than what i thought they would give you but i wasn't blown away so i think a six and a half seven out of ten is, is a fair a fair number we still have zero idea when God of War is uh, being released. And I would love to see another trailer with actual gameplay for God of War. So everyone was disappointed that we didn't get that and uh, me as well. So that was the state of play. Next up, we have Mafia. It was announced that Mafia 4 is currently in development, which is awesome news because there was a chance that this uh, game was going to just be canceled. This series, this IP was just going to be canceled altogether. And um, in fact, we're it's the complete opposite. Uh, Mafia 4 is in development, is being created, and I'm super excited for that. Mafia is one of my favorite open world games um, that that 
probably that was ever made to be honest I, i'm big like uh, i said in the entertainment when we're talking about ray liotta um i love mob movies and mafia really captures the essence of what you would feel during a mod movie in gaming and being able to play these mobsters and you know joining joining the family and you know working your way up the ranks and stuff like that it was the the dialogue the, the story everything about mafia one and two was fantastic even mafia three was good mafia three is more out of the box it wasn't you know a typical new york setting with uh, the italian mob it was very much what's happening in louisiana and new orleans so it was a different style it was still a good game but the thing with three was it felt the world felt very it felt too big for what the game was and the driving was extremely clunky and to get from one spot all the way across the map to another spot you had to drive this crappy car clunky car it was miserable to drive and every every new mission was completely the other end of the map like it was just okay you know that part sucked but once you got into the missions it was fun and like when you got to cutscenes they were awesome so i'm very excited for mafia 4 to be coming and i believe it's going back in time to the start of the mafia i'm not mistaken and they also announced that mafia 4 uh, mafia 5 is also already being planned out so mafia 4 and 5 are here we went from possibly canceled gone for good mafia 3 was the end of it to now we're getting four and five boom boom so i'm super excited for that more mafia the better keep sending it my way i'm all about it we also got a trailer for the new sonic game and uh, a combat gameplay um trailer as well let me tell you sonic the world in sonic this open world that they created for sonic sonic himself the world itself everything about it just looks fantastic the the world everything looks fantastic my only issue with what they showed us was the world seemed very empty and that might have been on purpose so we didn't see much yet i feel like they, there's more that they want to show us with the game but um it seemed very empty it looked great but seemed empty and when they showed us like the combat sonic you know kicking and all that stuff was a little you know clunky or whatever it was a little wonky but wasn't terrible i want to see more you know hey i gotta jump and spin roll attack you more more often than like punching and kicking because it's not really sonic you know not that i remember them you know but um i will say it, it looks amazing it really looks amazing and you could tell the new gen is just doing 
world's work god's work on on this uh on this world i should say because it just looks spectacular so i'm excited to see more from sonic no question next up we have sticking with sega they announced that a new um sega mini is coming the mega drive 2 i believe um I thought I would be getting, you know, the Super Nintendo Mini, the Nintendo Mini and all this thing. I never got any of them. <laughs> and, and and it's partly because I have a Switch and I can play a lot of these games on the Switch. So I didn't really need the minis. I also have the Sega Classic Ultimate Edition, or I forget the complete name of it, on PlayStation, where it's like... 30 to 40 Sega games, including, you know, old school Sonic and whatnot that I can play on PlayStation. So I don't know if this is something that I would be interested in. I would need to see all the games available. And I didn't get a chance to see that list yet. But, um, Sega Genesis was a banger back in the day. So depending on the library of games you can have, um, I'd be interested. I could be interested. Now, I called this from the jump. When I was talking about Activision being bought by Microsoft and, you know, Bungie and, and you know, the Sony Microsoft battle that continues to, to go on between buying up developers like Hungry Hungry Hippos. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I reported it in the, was the last episode maybe that Ubisoft was interested in possibly being bought out. And I, I heavily would love, heavily pushed and would love Sony to buy Ubisoft because they're one of my favorite. They're one of my favorite developers. EA, and I called this in that episode, I believe, when I was talking about either Activision or Ubisoft. Or it might have been in the same episode. I can't remember. I called that EA would also be looking to sell. They're seeing all these dollars being thrown around by these two companies, and they are going to be looking to 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 sell this company and just bank that money and run ea is a massive massive developer they're a massive publisher they have the rights to star wars games you know all the sports franchises nhl nfl uh, they used to have FIFA, but they're still going to be doing soccer in their own way. Just without the FIFA branding. And it, uh, NBA, they had NBA, which I think is coming back soon. It's a massive company, and this would be a major, major deal. I think this would be bigger than the Activision one. 
I think this truly would be bigger than Activision Blizzard. And uh, they're looking to either merge or just be flat out bought. Bought out. And uh, if Microsoft or Sony, I would hope Sony. Because um, it would be crazy to have like an exclusive football game or something <laughs> made by Sony. But it would be crazy if one of these two companies eventually buys out EA because uh, it's a large, large, large library of games and, and licensing that would go along with it. So look out for that in the future because uh, the wheels are turning and they're already looking for buyers. So I'm very curious what's going to happen to EA. Very curious. And uh, sticking with EA, Madden 23, um, they announced that John Madden, RIP, is going to be on the cover. And uh, it, it's the right move to make. Madden started this beast. It's been years from the start, from the jump. Was it? I think Madden started on NES, if I'm not mistaken. If it didn't, it was then then it was Super Nintendo and uh, Sega. Madden, it, it's been around forever, and Madden was the man. He was the he was the guy behind it all. They use his voice. He commented on pretty much all the games until you know all the recent ones. As he got older, he kind of just walked away from it and just kept getting paid for them using his name but um with him passing i think i thought it was a classy move for them to put matt on the cover rather than uh, an athlete so um cheers to them for that and then it, june 8th june 8th is a big day now on part one i mentioned that black adam is releasing a trailer june 8th and we will be doing a reaction to that. We're also going to be doing a reaction to the trailer of Modern Warfare 2. Now, I'm a big Call of Duty fan. I love Call of Duty stories. Don't at me. Their stories, yes, they're short. But their stories are so damn good. And nobody does shooting better than call of duty in my opinion the game it's always the game the gunplay is always crispy always quick very reactive um i cannot wait to see what the next story is if it's going to continue from modern warfare one where it left off or if it's going to be you know a different story in a different area with different character but I'm very excited to see the trailer for Modern Warfare 2. And um, they're also going to be dropping, you know, in that trailer, what Warzone 2 is going to look like. And I cannot wait. Warzone, when Warzone first dropped, it was Modern Warfare was made by Infinity Ward. And as you know, if you follow Call of Duty, it's a revolving door 
of developers that make this game yearly. And that's how they keep pumping these games out yearly. You have Infinity War do one year. Then you have Treyarch. And uh, I forget the third one. But you have like three different companies that just keep rotating in and out as they're developing these games. And the last few games, Cold War, you know, Cold War, the story was cool. Multiplayer was fun. It wasn't as good as Modern Warfare uh, multiplayer, but it was still fun. But they butchered Warzone. I did not. I wasn't having fun in Warzone with the Cold War as much with their weaponry and just the way they made their adjustments to the game. And then when Vanguard came out, yeah, we finally, after like 9 million years, we finally got a new map. And the map looks great, don't get me wrong. Um, it, it, they just force these World War II weapons on you and it's just enough of World War II enough of these crappy weapons nobody cares about I'm done with it like it's hard it's hard to go back and play Warzone right now because it's just it's not as fun as what it was when it, it came out with Modern Warfare just be, being real with you like it, it's just what it's not as fun and I feel like a lot of people would agree with me with that and Infinity Ward is back in the driver's seat with Modern Warfare 2. They're re they're not just updating Warzone. They're re they're building Warzone 2 from the ground up. It's going to be a completely different engine, completely different, you know, map back to Modern Warfare style weapon weaponry. It, I cannot wait to see what they do with Warzone. And Infinity Ward is the developer to do this because time and time again, when Call of Duty comes out and Infinity Ward is the one that creates it, it's usually the better franchise. Usually. You know, Black Ops with Treyarch, they have their moments. But for the most part, Infinity Ward is, is the team that gets the best form of Call of Duty out there. And uh, I cannot wait to see the trailer for this on June 8th. So we'll be doing a reaction to this as well because I'm extremely excited for this. Uh, Marvel Midnight Suns, they announced that this game is releasing in October of this year. And I feel like we have yet to see anything about it other than that weird little teaser trailer we got God knows how many months ago. Um. And, and what they showed us from this game didn't look great. Didn't particularly look good. So I'm very confused on what this game's going to be about. What it's going to really look like. What we're doing in it. Are we playing all these characters? Is this a giant co-op game? Or are we just, you know, one character and everyone else is like a support character in the, to help you in whatever story we're doing or whatever. Like, what is this game? Can we get a trailer? Can we get something that explains all this? If it's out there, put it in the comments because I don't really know what to make of it. I'm not really excited about it, even though the characters in it are, you know, cool characters or whatever, but I don't really know anything like about this. So 
I'm hoping we get to see more of what Midnight Suns is before this thing releases in October because that'll come in a flash and I, I, I we still don't know what's going on with this game now this is a big one and uh, I probably should have did this when I was talking about EA but um they released a trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor um, this is going to be the Fallen Order prequel um, not prequel but um, sequel and if you know me by now, Fallen Order is one of, if not my favorite Star Wars game ever made. Ever made. I absolutely loved Fallen Order. Um, the the reveal, you know, the the Darth Vader reveal at the end was one of you know the coolest Star Wars gaming moments I've had. It was just such a badass game. And uh, the main character, Cal, who I'm hoping and the rumor is we will see in a future Obi-Wan episode, I'm hoping, or in some, uh, maybe in Ahsoka, we're going to see Cal at some point, I, I feel like, in um, in one of the live action Star Wars shows on Disney+. And uh, speaking of Fallen Order, um, the Inquisitors, the Inquisitors... Uh, building, you know, their home base or whatever that they show in Obi-Wan came directly from Fallen Order. So Fallen Order is, is canon to to the, you know, the timeline we're in. Um, And I cannot wait for this game. I, like, Fallen Order was fantastic, so the fact that we're getting Survivor... I can it just makes my mouth water. Like I just I cannot wait for this game to drop. I cannot wait for this game to drop. Now that we actually know Vader exists, you know what I mean? And like how much stronger is Cal now than when uh we had him in Fallen Order? And how many more battles are we gonna have with Vader in this one? Vader wanted the holocron and we destroyed it. So how pissed off is Vader going to be? He's just going to be hunting us the whole game probably. And uh, I'm all about that. It's basically going to be Obi-Wan. <laughs> how he's hunting Obi-Wan for the whole show. That's going to be Fallen. That's going to be Jedi Survivor. Just survive Vader. That's it. But um, I cannot wait for this game. Now, because we're not getting E3, Jeff Keighley runs Summer Game Fest every year. He has been doing this for a couple years now, and um, he does a he does a pretty good job, and he gets you know big players to really uh, give him you know world premiere trailer you know releases and things like that. So I'm excited to see what he's going to give us because this is coming in June 9th. Um, so very soon. What is that? Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. So we got a pretty big week coming uh, ahead of us. 
because June 8th, we have Black Adam trailer. We have uh, Call of Duty trailer. June 9th, we have Game Fest starting at 2 p.m. I'm not going to watch it at 2 p.m. because I'm going to watch it with all of you on live on Twitch and kind of react to it as we watch it. Um, so that'll probably be, you know, in the evening or whatever, but I cannot wait to see what we're going to get from this. It's going to be, you know, a, a live showcase of just whatever announcement games he has to offer, uh, that companies gave him. And he did say to, uh, keep your expectations in line. Like, don't be overhyped. And I don't like hearing that. But he, the reason he's saying that is it's not, there's not going to be a lot of new, new IPs or surprise. Like, I'm sure there's going to be some surprises here and there, but nothing that's like earth shattering. Um, it's more of announcements of what we've seen already just you know updated announcements like hey if we got a teaser you know a year ago a month ago two months ago a year ago whatever well now here's the gameplay trailer you don't know like we're gonna get stuff like that it's not gonna be like yo horizon 3 is already coming you know we're not getting the, <laughs> the last of us 3 I don't think we're getting the stuff like that. You know what I mean? Nothing that gigantic, like God of War. Like, I don't know. But um, he said, you know, keep your expectations in line. Keep them at bay. So I'll be checking it out. I'm excited to see what they drop. Because with what he's saying, you know, we're going to be, you know, announcing updates and showing trailers of stuff that was already announced i mean spider-man 2 was announced wolverine was announced can god of war can we get a friggin' release date like if you if you're showing me that that's exciting enough like that's i'm good i'm good Just show me that stuff i'm good um so we'll see i'm excited june 9th is gonna be that's gonna be a fun one um and with the game fest it goes all the way to june 12th but june 10th is a netflix showcase and you all heard that netflix is getting into game streaming and stuff like that so netflix is having a showcase on june 10th um a part of the summer game fest and they're going to be displaying uh, announcements for their new shows on Netflix as well as their games. So I'm curious to see what they do there. That is going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I'll probably watch that one or maybe not. Maybe we could do that um, on Twitch as well. We'll see. We'll see how it goes um, or how long it is and whatnot. But... um. I'm curious to see what they announce more specifically on the show side, not so much the gaming side, although I'm curious what they're going to offer gaming wise game streams just in general don't run as well as they probably should. So like Google Stadia is a flop. 
that's all game streaming. You know, the Xbox cloud, sure, but I'd rather, you know, have Game Pass and download the game and run it that way rather than cloud game it because it's just going to run better. So I, I don't I don't know what Netflix is going to offer that would really get me excited in the gaming world, but um, Netflix makes fantastic shows and movies. So I'm curious to see what they announce there because that could be fun. And then uh, it closes out with a major, major banger. And that is the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. And that's coming June 12th. That'll also be at 1 p.m. That will definitely be a watch party for us. I'm not going to watch it at 1. I'll try to avoid all the spoilers on uh, Twitter and everything. We will check this out together on June 12th. On Twitch. And um, I I want to know, Xbox always puts on a great show. If it's one thing I love about Xbox and that I wish PlayStation would get back to is putting on a showcase. PlayStation, and I'm, this isn't an Xbox PlayStation like battle thing, like bullshit. What made E3 great was Xbox and PlayStation's showcase. Watching the Xbox showcase and then being like, oh man, tomorrow we have Sony. What are they going to do? You know, like, what are they going to show us? It was just like, oh my God, all these games are coming out. Both companies like, and, and what was nice about it was the third party games. So if you had, you know... For instance, Xbox shows you a trailer of uh, of Assassin's Creed, let's say. And then Sony shows you um, another trailer of Assassin's Creed, but you're getting a different look at it from, you know, a, a, a different cutscene of a story or a different gameplay showcase. Like, it was just fun to watch, and that's why I miss old school e3 e3 was a super bowl of gaming announcements like it was just such a great event and i'm glad that jeff Keeley's doing summer game fest to kind of help fill that void and i'm glad that xbox actually takes it serious enough to attach their showcase to it because they always put on a game a, a, a fantastic show with all their world premieres um I, like there's a ton of games in the pipeline for xbox it's taking now we will say it's taking them forever to pump out games forever they have all these developers and they, they, they're they're it's we're what two years into xbox series x and their exclusive list is dog shit they need to start showing us their games they have all these developers give me a ridiculous trailer from hellblade 2 hellblade 1 was a fantastic game and i'm pissed that it's not on playstation because they bought the they bought ninja theory however i'm excited that i have a playstation uh that i have a pc that gets game pass and i'll be able to get Hellblade 2 on it. Um, 
but like give me help you know a great hellblade trailer give us a new god of war give us something new that's not your norm you know what i mean like yeah okay cool we can get like a halo update god you know new god of war a forza give us something new i want to see hellblade 2 I want to see some new IPs in, in that are finally coming to light from these developers that Microsoft is scooping up. And they always they always put like I said, they always put on a great show and I'm super excited to see what they offer because it's been quite a few years since their exclusive games have been dropping like Halo was their number one or what Forza Horizon 5 Halo like God of War Six, I, I can I would imagine is going to get showcased here. There's going to be a surprise. Like remember the announcement of Cyberpunk and Keanu Reeves walking on stage. Like Xbox holds no punches. They go all out with their showcase, and I really wish PlayStation would get on board with that and jump back in because state of play suck. Quite frankly, Nintendo Direct, like they suck. I, I miss those showcases and um, the fact that Phil Spencer still wants to do them. I tip my hat to him because they're just awesome. So that is coming June 12th and I cannot wait and we will um, most likely be doing that live together. Uh, I'll be at work because what, what day is June 12th? June 12th is a Sunday. We will be doing that live at 1 p.m. on Sunday. 100%. That seals it. So look out for that. Also, because uh, it's Xbox Bethesda, we'll be probably getting, you know, I think they're doing Bioshock remakes. We'll probably get a look into that and whatever else Bethesda is going to pump out. So it, this is going to be a big showcase, and I'm excited to see what Xbox does because uh, let's be real. They need they need it to be dope. They need it to be good. And um, because I have a PC, pretty much everything they announce will be free to me <laughs> when it drops. So show me everything and give me everything. I'm on board. Um, so yeah, that's June 12th. Look out for that. And, uh, and real quick, if you do have a PC... What is this shit? What just happened? Oh my god, hold on. My list. My list is gone. My list. There's my list. Okay. So before I get to my list of uh, all the releases coming in June, as we uh, get in towards the end of the of the show, um, if you have a PC on your Epic launcher, Wolfenstein: The New Order is free to download. Um, I highly recommend doing that. Wolfenstein's a great shooter. So if you're into first-person shooters, you should check out Wolfenstein on PC because it's free. Why the hell not? Now we're going to uh, 
Oh, I had a picture for a showcase. So now we're gonna get into the list here and I blew it up the best I could. So hopefully you could see it. Starting with June 1st, because we are, you know, delayed on this. So I apologize again, but it is what it is. Um, these are all the June releases that are out or all are coming out. So we had uh, a Steam early release, uh, early access of Leap that came out June 1st on PC. We have the Big Con that released June 1st on Switch. We have Silt, and that looks to be on all platforms, and that came out on June 1st as well. We have Apocalypse, which I feel like I remember seeing a trailer for. Um, that is on old gen PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. That's odd. That came out June 2nd. Card Shark PC and Switch June 2nd. We have the last uh, Clockwinder. It's on Quest 2 and Steam VR. Um, that's June 2nd. We have Diablo Immortal. It's a mobile game and also on PC. On That came out June 2nd. Spell Force 3 Reforced. Um, that is uh, all platforms besides PC and Switch. That came out June. That comes out June 7th. So that comes out tomorrow. So all this is now um, stuff that's coming. Uh, we have the Cycle Frontier on PC coming June 8th. We have Mad Shot, which is a Steam early access on PC. That is coming June 9th. We have Mario Strikers, Battle League Football. <laughs> it, that's going to be interesting. Um, that is coming on the Switch June 10th. That, that, that has a chance to be a fun game. I'm not going to lie. But, um, you know, Mario sports games, they're, they're hit or miss. We have uh, the Quarry that is on PC, PS4, PS5. Xbox One, Xbox Series X, June 10th. Not on the Switch, but is on new gen and old gen. Um, PS and Xbox. We have Metal Max Xeno Reborn on PC, PS4, and Switch, June 10th. Skeleton Crew coming to PC on June 16th. We have Redout 2 on all platforms, including the Switch and old gen, June 16th. Starship Troopers. Terran Command on PC June 16th. We have a Fall Guys update. Ultimate Knockout. That is coming to Xbox One and Switch June 21st. That is interesting. Why Xbox One and Switch only? Unless they just didn't list the other ones. Which I don't know why. Because Fall Guys is everywhere. Uh, we have Shadowrun Trilogy. Console Edition. On all platforms. June 21st. We have Wreckfest on Switch, June 21st. Rugnar. Rugnar. <laughs> PC and Switch, June 23. Um, Sonic Origins. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, all platforms, Switch, June 23. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. That is coming to the Switch on June 24th. We have um, Capcom Fighting Collection on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch coming June 24th. This Gaia. 
I think that's how you pronounce it, Disgaea 6 Complete. Uh, that is coming PC, PS5, and PS4 June 28th. DNF Duel. PC, PS4, PS5 June 28th. Escape Academy coming to PC on June 28th. We have a Cuphead uh, update. Cuphead The Delicious Last Course. On PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch June 30th. Not sure why I wouldn't list the new gen because you can pretty much download the old gen stuff on the new gen. But here we are. June 30th, Cuphead. Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak. I feel like every month there's a new hunt. Uh, can't even talk. Every month there's a new Monster Hunter coming. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak on PC and Switch June 30th. And we have Outriders, World Slayer on all platforms besides the Switch. Uh, coming June 30th. Shout out to Pops because June 30th is his birthday. Um, so those are what those are the releases of what's to come for this month. Um, I'm gonna be real. June is the month of reveals because that's when you know E3, Summer Game Fest, blah 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 blah. It's a very heavy news month in gaming. Not so much release releases for gaming. And this goes to July and August as well. I've said it before. The summer months is like the developers just take a break. <laughs> and that's not really the case. The, the developers are actually busting their ass in the summer. So the games can release in the fall. That's what's really happening here. But... The gamers suffer in the summer months because nothing of, you know, big value is coming out. What really comes out in the summer is your your sports game. This is when, you know, a lot of indie games release that you might not be familiar with. Um, your sports games, you know, Madden soccer hockey you know hockey and basketball generally come out close to when their season starts in october but you know september stuff is september's the end of the summer so it kind of squeezes in there but um you get what i'm saying like we're, we're in the sports realm of gaming right now like we're entering that phase of the year for gaming so it we're gonna get a, a shit ton of news with everything coming out in the fall, we're going to get a bunch of trailers and probably a major state of play from PlayStation over the summer to to juice us up for the holiday season. We have this, you know, Xbox showcase, which is going to juice us up for the holiday season. And, uh, you know, summer game fest and all that stuff. It's just going to pump out trailers and, you know, release dates and everything for what's to come in the fall and the holiday season and next year. But as far as the games that are actually coming out, we're hitting that lull in the game in the gaming world. So it's unfortunate, but um, we always get a lot of news. So we're, there'll still be plenty for us to talk about in future episodes. So don't fret. We're not going anywhere. The gaming verse lives on and it, it's, we're at we're hitting a high with the the news right now 
We might hit a small little dip in the summer. And then it's just going to be full-blown gung-ho all the way to Christmas. Like, it's going to be a wild ride. So, take a breather while you can. And uh, get ready because... Here's that thing again. Pop up. Get ready because... um. There's a lot coming, a lot coming in, in the fall, and we're going to get to it. But don't expect, don't expect the month of July to, to have a lot of bangers in it. Um, August is not going to have a lot of bangers in it. Maybe we get one, maybe we get two. I haven't looked. I'll, I'll leave that up for us to discover together on the show. But... um. Summer is never great for gaming releases, so don't be surprised if uh, nothing major is uh, dropping. But that is going to wrap up part two of episode eight. I appreciate everybody who's uh, watching live, um, watching us on the playback on YouTube. I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast on the podcast channel. I apologize for not having these episodes out sooner. Part one is on YouTube and on the podcast channels. Um, This is part two. This will be on YouTube um, tomorrow. And uh, it will hit the podcast channels tomorrow as well. So, again, I appreciate everybody. Thank you uh, for being patient. Thank you for watching and listening to part one and watching listening to part two if you're watching on twitch hit that follow button please we also have a sub button now so if you want to help support the channel feel free to hit that sub button we we're gonna have emotes made and all that fun stuff coming soon so please do so if uh you're feeling generous don't forget about our merch if you're on youtube Hit that subscribe button. That doesn't cost you a dime. It helps us grow. We are on the road to 1000. And uh, shoot us a a follow on all the podcast channels. If if you uh, also consume our content on there as well. So again, Gen Nation, I appreciate you. One more time for Matt Chern. Thank you for the beat. And uh, this was... The Multiversal Podcasts, Episode 8, Part 2, The Gaming Verse. I don't have an end credit scene for you guys. I'm sorry. Gen Nation. Oh, by the way, by the way, don't go anywhere. The stream will turn off. Give me like five minutes. Less than five minutes. The stream will come back online. I'm going to walk my dog. Sit back down and we are going to watch episode one of The Boys. So don't go anywhere if you're live on Twitch with me. If you're listening on YouTube and the podcast channel, love you guys. Appreciate the support. Keep on listening. Keep on gaming. Keep on watching. And let me know in the comments what you think of uh, the state of play. um, What you want to see from the showcase. And uh, stay tuned for those live streams of the showcases next week or later on this week, I should say. 
And um, yeah, Gen Nation, we out.